at that stage, I maybe naively expected that they would like come to design with a fully thought out brief and solution. And all I would have to do was execute. You know, I've come to learn now three years later or nearly four years later at this point, it's really my job to come up with a solution, not the product manager. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I'm Charlie. And I'm Femke. And we're going to tackle a listener question today. Uh, we had a listener email us in asking, hey, would love it if you could talk more about working with PMs, POs, and other stakeholders. What are the roles for each and how do they interact with design? So for those who don't know what I'm talking about when I mention PMs, POs, this usually refers to product managers or product owners or project managers or project owners. And we thought it would be good to do an episode all about how product and design work together. So we're going to cover a few different product roles like product managers, also product marketing. And if you're somebody that doesn't work in tech, this might all sound a little bit foreign to you. Uh, so we thought it would be a good topic to talk about because we haven't really gone in depth about the relationship between design and these different kinds of product roles. So I'm really looking forward to talking about this today. But as always, before we get into it, how are you going, Charlie? Any news to update the group on? Oh, yeah, I guess I do have news because um, I haven't told the podcast yet that I adopted two cats. Yay! So that's been really exciting um, to have two little ginger, furry, four-legged friends running around our apartment. So um, cute. They're called, they're called Seb and Nora. For anyone interested, there's a picture on the Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, we adopted them a little over a week ago and it's been super fun. It's like a dream come true for me. I'm definitely Aww. a cat person. I like dogs too, but I'm definitely a cat person. Yeah. Um, and I've always wanted to, to have my own cat. So now I've got two of them because... They're friends and you couldn't adopt just one. Yeah. They were like a package deal. <laughs> it's so cute seeing the photos you've been sharing so far. They're like always cuddling and sleeping next yeah. to each other. It is so adorable. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they fight and we're still working out like, are mm. they fighting or like playing? Mm. Fine line uh, between so yeah. the two. <laughs> yes. Fine line with cats. So we're still getting to know them. But yeah, it's been super fun so far. That's, that's really the only news that I got to update you on. How about you? Amazing. Uh, well, I I think I mentioned in the last episode that I've been working on my website and I actually launched it. That's right. I was meant to hold you accountable and ask you in this episode if where it was. Yeah. Um, great. So didn't, I, I didn't have to. <laughs> I, I did it. I can't believe I did it in a week. Um, so proud of you. Yeah. So I for those who, who missed that episode, I worked on redoing my website over the holiday break at the end of 2020. And I kind of forgot about it and it was kind of just sitting in Webflow and I had a lot of like placeholder content in it. So I spent the last week updating all of the content, like fixing a few bugs, making sure it looks good on mobile. And uh, yeah, yesterday I decided, you know what, I think it's ready. So I launched it and it's now out there, femke.design if you want to check it out. And I think I'll be iterating and adding things over time, but I feel like really good to have this new website because I really wasn't feeling good about my old one and so this feels like a weight off my shoulders um so yeah I'm I'm really happy with it 
Nice, yeah, and I I love the design of it, of course, and Thank you've got you. so many useful sections on it as well. Thank you. So it's definitely definitely a good one to check out, people. Yeah, it's so interesting when you launch something like this, and like you just don't really know what the response is going to be. Surprisingly, but also like pretty cool. Most of the feedback I got was on how amazing the animated logo is, <laughs> which is like this tiny little logo in the top left corner that I didn't give much thought about, but it animates when you load the website and like everyone was going crazy over it. And I just want to shout out Austin Saylor who animated that logo and also Holly Arnett who did the design for the logo. Uh, love both of those two. And clearly they did amazing work because everybody yes. loves it. <laughs> How did you, this is like a nerdy aside, how did you implement that animation? Because I have that on my site, but it's just a GIF because yep. Webflow didn't have the Lottie integration when I built my site and I've been wanting to play with that. So I'm curious how you, how you added it. Uh, well, mine is also a GIF actually okay. that just loads, like it, it plays when the page loads. So I didn't do anything fancy with Lottie or anything. Yeah, I want to get into Lottie though. I feel like it'd be fun and I don't know, I'm just... <laughs> When, when do you have the time? It's, when, when? You know, yeah. it's difficult. <laughs> Definitely difficult. Cool. Well, congrats on the launch. It's really, Thanks. it's hard to ship something and get it out there. So you should feel proud of that. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, should we jump into today's topic? I love that this listener wrote in about this because like, as I read it, I was like, oh yeah, it, I remember a time when I had no idea what a product manager was. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think I was like three years into my tech career before <laughs> I even learned that as a term. And like, I don't know, it's different in different companies, right? So I guess what we'll talk about today is our experience and how it's worked at the companies that we've been at. And yeah, just sort of try and give that lowdown. But it will be something that's slightly different depending on the company that you work at. Yeah. But I'm sure that even just hearing from our experience will be useful to anyone who is is curious about this too and perhaps has been afraid to ask because it feels like there's something they should know, but they don't. Yeah. It's yeah. not really something that you get taught before you no. join a job. <laughs> like I don't remember ever learning about the different like product roles in school or, or anything like that or really being talked about. I'm curious, can you share a little bit about the different product roles that you work with kind of on a day-to-day basis? On a day-to-day basis, I would say almost none. (laughs) On more of like a week-to-week basis. Okay. There's more. Product marketing is definitely the thing that I'm closest to uh, in my role. And product marketers are kind of like the the key link between the marketing team and the product team. Um, in well at ConvertKit anyway product is a separate team from engineering product is sort of like planning the direction of the product and uh, like the functionality that it needs to have the design of the product deciding what features to prioritize and that sort of thing whereas engineering is the ones like building it you know they're all working on the product but the product team is called the product team you know what I mean yeah And our product team has the designers, but we also have two, soon to be three, product managers um, on that team, as well as a VP of product. Um, I don't know, and like, maybe I should know this, um, (laughs) if we have a product owner, technically. Mm -hmm. We used to, like one of the designers, before we had a fully fledged product team with product managers, um, one of the designers was product owner sort of making those prioritization decisions. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's normal to not have a product owner. Maybe it's like an unspoken role to our company. I'm not sure. I'm keen to hear your background on this because I feel like things would be much more solidified uh, for you at the company size that Uber is. Yeah, I 
I will admit, I don't know if I know the difference between a product owner and a product manager. To me, they're the same role, but just different terms used hmm. at different Interesting. companies. Same with like UX or like product designer. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I guess I've only had experience with product managers. I would have thought a product owner is like the there's just one product owner, but maybe there's multiple product managers, if that makes sense. Maybe. Maybe a product owner is like a is like a design lead equivalent. <laughs> Clearly, we're very educated on this topic. <laughs> yeah, let, let's see what, what Google says. Okay, I found this thing that says that product owner is a role you play in a scrum team, whereas product manager is the job. So maybe it's sort of similar to what, oh. what you're talking about, where it's like um, the product owner is the, the go-to person for that product, maybe, but they are a product manager technically. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I don't know why there needs to be two terms, but anyway, I can speak a bit to what it's kind of like at Uber and who I work with day to day. So we have a product manager for each kind of, I guess, scrum team, if that's the term we're going to use or pod or sub team or work stream. There's so many different words, but basically for each project or area of work, there's a product manager and in addition to that, we also usually have a product marketing manager. So I think that's similar to the person you work with. The difference between these two roles, product manager is really somebody who is like steering the ship. They are kind of overly responsible for executing on the project, making sure it's successful, thinking about the roadmap. What are we going to work on next? What are our priorities? How are we going to hit our OKRs? Things like that. And the product marketing manager is... Usually, like you say, that bridge between like product and marketing, like how are we going to actually tell people about this product or this feature and like what's going to be the positioning of it? What are the different channels we're going to use to inform or educate our users about this feature? And so they usually work a little bit closer with the brand team or the marketing team or we have like a CRM team who helps us like set up emails and push notifications, things like that. So those are kind of the two product roles that I work with. Uh, I mean, I work with my product manager definitely on a daily basis. Product marketing, maybe more on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's more similar similar to me. I found a different explanation for product manager versus product oh, owner. Oh, let's hear too, it. It says that product owner is more typically found in agile organizations. So it feels like it's an agile specific term mm. for the the tactical role of taking the product strategy and putting it into actionable tasks. And it says that product managers are more strategic. They focus on the vision, company objectives, the market, etc. So yeah, at ConvertKit, then with this definition, our product managers are definitely also product owners. They are not only developing the vision for the product based on the market and the company objectives and priorities and all that, but they're also the ones like planning where we're going to fit the work into what cycle, which team's going to work on it and that yeah. sort of thing. I would say we're the same. I'm curious how it works if those are two different roles or two different people. I imagine those people would have to like really collaborate and be like, have a close partnership. Yes. Yeah. I wonder how that would work. This is this is a prime example of us not actually having all the answers yeah. <laughs> for the show. We're really only speaking to our experience like we said up the top. <laughs> Very true. Um, something you said, Fem, in the intro, I think, you talked about project managers as well. Is this a role, like, is there someone at Uber that you work with whose role is project management, not product management? No, not that I'm aware of. Yes, because they are different, I think. 
I think a project manager is more of a general title that could be on any team mm-hmm. or it could be a role that someone on the team plays for any given project, right? Like there's lots of projects right. at ConvertKit where I am the project manager. Right. I am not a project manager as my title and it's not my like role within the company. It's like a role I play, I guess, depending on the situation when it arises. But I have worked at companies before where I don't know if project manager was their title, but um, that was their full-time role was to be sort of the one organizing things and um, keeping projects running. Um, at Zero, in particular, we had someone in that capacity on the marketing design team. So that that was interesting. Um, I think they're called design ops more often. Yeah, I was days. about to say we have a like design program manager, which is essentially design ops. And they are responsible for basically all of that project management, uh, but just for the design team. So overlooking like, you know, what's our design team roadmap, culture, like how are we doing crits and reviews and like kind of overseeing all of the operations of the design team and like making sure that we're meeting the expectations of the product org, basically. Interesting. So is that someone that you don't really work with on a daily basis? They're more like the ops team for design in particular at your company. Yeah, I would say so. I I don't really work directly with them. Like I only might if I'm like struggling with a, or, or maybe I have like ideas for how we can improve a part of our design process. Like I might go and talk to them about that and like, how are other designers on the team doing it? Is there a way for us to improve this as a team? Like kind of more like design culture sort of things, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. When we had this this role at Zero, which I believe her title was something like program manager as well. It's like, it sounds familiar to me, but that, this was a while ago now. So, you know, forgive me <laughs> if I'm getting that wrong. Um, I would, I, I remember meeting with her fairly regularly. Mm. Like once a week, I would say to check in on where all my projects were at. Sometimes I would even hear new briefs from her. She was sort of the go-between oh. of, of everyone else in the company and us so that people weren't coming to us directly. So it's a little bit of a different role. Yeah. Um, which is what makes this confusing, I think. And, you know, why this person is who asked us this question is, you know, it's a perfectly valid <laughs> question. And it's hard to answer because it's different at every company, honestly. Yeah, we even have this, this particular like design ops role is a bit different in different teams inside the company which only Mm, kind of makes this more confusing. So like what you were just talking about, about how like sometimes you would go to that person and they give you briefs, right? They're kind of like the bridge between you and like the work that's coming in. Uh, We kind of have that similar on like a particular team at Uber, which operates as a studio model. Mm. So like, for example, the, the, we call it like the mobility team, which is like the, the Uber rides part of our business. Uh, they operate the design team as a studio where like projects or briefs come in to the like design ops team and they technically will like filter that out to the right designer. But we don't work that way on the Uber Eats design team where we're actually like embedded into product teams and we work like directly with the product managers on upcoming projects on the roadmap. Interesting. It's really interesting that within the same company, there's that those two different approaches. And because you used to, well, you weren't on the rides team, were you? You were on the money team? Which was technically part of the rides team. Yeah. Okay. So did you work with in the studio model before then? Yes. Okay. Tell us about the difference between it and like, what was the difference that it felt to you as a designer working with product 
um with these two different ways of, of of working yeah so i think there's pros and cons of a studio model one thing that was great about a studio model was that you got to try a lot of different types of projects you know like because you're not embedded on a particular product team or like feature area each project that came in like could go to anyone on the team so like one month I might be working on this area and then another month it's like a completely different domain and you get to work with different people each time Um, and that was kind of cool because it added variety to the work and you got to try different things and it was actually kind of nice to have that design ops person to like lean on to help me schedule and like manage my workload and tasks and you know kind of be there to support me in that when like lots of requests are coming in um so that was cool I think like the downside of that and what I like about the current model I'm in which is more embedded is that in this model I get to like go really deep into a domain area and be really embedded on the team which helps me build trust like it's really good for relationship building I'm working with the same people every day for you know 12 months at this point uh, and I also get to contribute to the roadmap in this model because I'm embedded on the team I get influence and contribution to like what are we going to work on next what's the long-term vision of of this product or this feature um, so that's really cool as well yeah that okay interesting Mm -hmm. that's a really good explanation of the differences between the two as well at convertkit i think it's more the latter model where we have um like way less designers than there are engineering squads and so each designer is on kind of like a couple of squads as the designer for the feature set that that engineering squad is responsible for but i think that they like not to speak for them but i think they feel similarly that they get to contribute to the roadmap more because they're sort of like owning the design of that feature and i think it's really helpful for people in the company as well because we know like okay um well like not just people myself for example i have a lot of feedback on our product all the time (laughs) if i'm like okay i've got some feedback on how commerce could work like be designed differently or like you know be improved or whatever i know i can talk to alf about that because he's the designer on commerce mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense then you have like that go-to person yeah um what are some i don't know things that surprised you about working with a product team or like product people i suppose yeah when when you got into this role because it's a lot of non-designers really that we work with yeah i'm trying to think back to like fresh femme starting this new job and what my expectations and experience was I definitely didn't have any experience working with product managers when I joined uber so it was like a completely new working relationship and I didn't really understand what a product manager did for the first six months probably like it took a little while to really understand their role um yeah I guess some of my expectations were at that stage, I maybe naively expected that they would like come to design with like a fully thought out brief and solution. And all I would have to do was mm. execute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I've come to learn now <laughs> three years later or nearly four years later at this point um, that it's really my job to come up with a solution, not the product manager. Uh, So product managers will often come with like a problem or a goal. Maybe they have some requirements. Maybe they have some ideas, you know, suggesting a few different solutions. But ideally, 
it's in a state where like we haven't yet decided on the solution and that's really my job is to come in and help turn these requirements and these goals and problems into an effective solution in the product Mm. Um, and that's where I think like the relationship between product and design can really thrive and there's a lot of opportunity for collaboration there absolutely yeah and like you said because you're embedded on a squad and work daily with yeah now you have more impact uh, on the roadmap because of it so basically maybe a takeaway there is um, if you're a designer at a tech company in a product role befriend your product (laughs) manager like build good relationship with them definitely that'll be definitely valuable thing to to spend time on it's really interesting that we haven't talked about this previously because I feel like we've, we've talked a lot about working with engineers. Yeah. Engineers sort of come on the other side of the design, right? Whereas the product manager is coming um, before you design it. I honestly probably spend more time collaborating with my product manager than my engineers. There you yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What What about like, I know you talked about having uh, the like product marketing person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you tell a little bit more about that relationship? Like how do they influence what you, what your output eventually is, I guess? Yeah. Um, so product marketing is fairly new as a function within ConvertKit. Like it's an official function, I guess. Like it's always something that, you know, has been happening because if you go into market a feature, you have to decide how to position it and how to message it, who it's going to target, um, who you're going to tell about it. But yeah, now we're getting more um, more official about it, hiring on a product marketing manager, specifically, you know, someone in that title to be in the role as well. Um, but yeah, they, they really have a link between marketing and product. And it's sort of like a, a two-way thing where product marketing is really close to the market, right? They're really close to the audience. They can have an impact on the roadmap as well by, you know, working with the product managers to, to tell them like, look, I think that there's a lot of potential in this feature here because this competitor is doing this or something. I don't know, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. um, many reasons why something could um, be a strong contender to be marketed. Uh, and that could be a thing that gets pushed through the roadmap because it's a great opportunity, right? Um, or because it's something that if we just had, if the feature could just do this, then we could tell this story about it, which would be much more compelling, you know? As a, as a feature set for people than um, if that piece of it wasn't there. Uh, so, you know, product marketing is feeding that to the product managers who are then deciding the roadmap. And then obviously once uh, a feature set is decided on for a cycle, the product marketers will determine how they're gonna position these new features that are coming out, um, what messaging they'll use about it and know what we need to do about it we have a a system at ConvertKit that honestly we haven't used a whole lot yet (laughs) this is new um but it's sort of like levels of feature releases where it's like a level one I believe this is the direction that it goes a level one feature is like um a major new thing like when we launched launched ConvertKit Commerce last year for example it's a whole new part of the app um offering up something that you weren't able to do in ConvertKit before and it's something that we're going to put everywhere across our site, uh, across, you know, it's going to get emailed, it's going to get social, it's going to get blog posts about it, like, you know, all of the things. Whereas some features are less, like, you know, the, there's a level system, I believe, like maybe four levels or something like that, where um, the bottom level is like, we don't even need to tell people about it, it's just a thing that needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and some is like, we'll just send an email to customers or put a banner in the app. 
and others it's like no this is a marketing opportunity where we can bring other people in because of this feature um, and so product marketing is determining basically determining what story our features tell to get people interested in using them that leveling system is so interesting um is the is the marketing manager like do they end up being a stakeholder of your work do you do like reviews with them to check that like it matches the story or oh definitely so um they're the ones sort of giving me the brief essentially right. well maybe not me so much anymore but caleb the the marketing designer on my team so just recently for example caleb designed a new page to talk about having a paid newsletter offering with convertkit so like a paid newsletter isn't a feature itself it's like a way to use our features mm, if that yeah. makes sense for yeah the use case that you have and so the product marketing manager which in this case was our main marketing manager the director of marketing put together a document on the positioning of it of like what content needed to go on this page you know like what we should talk about what features we should talk about what we should say about them in order to convince people to sign up from this page um so that was sort of like the brief of the page made the like a content wireframe in a way um that caleb then put into a design wireframe and a, and a visual design and yeah the they're definitely a stakeholder in that project to give feedback on if the ideas are being brought to life in the right way. Yeah. It's so interesting to me hearing about this other side of like the marketing. What happens to your product after you design it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like my conversation ends where it's like, I talk to the product marketing manager and we're like, yep. So we should have probably like a banner, a help center article, like a, a landing page and then like that's where my involvement ends like he, they then go off and like bring that to life somehow and i've never really questioned how that happens but it's this is how it happens obviously like you're involved on that other side of the the whole product process so it's really interesting to hear that's interesting to me though so you speak to the product marketing manager about that um not the product manager or is it both of you or like all three of you are meeting together it's probably all three of us um but I definitely make it part of my design process where I'm like, because mm -hmm. I kind of look at the, the user journey, right? And so like at the beginning of the user journey, there's often like discovery and like education. And like, that's where I might identify different surfaces or mediums like, oh, a blog article or a uh, landing page. I don't actually go and design them, but I kind of just identify them. Yeah. As the ways that people could discover this feature, you mean? Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. At ConvertKit, it's definitely the product managers um, who are doing that part of the conversation of, yeah. you know, explaining what the feature is and uh, yeah, they're collaborating with the product marketers on how to position it. Uh, we've also been doing, started doing cycle themes. So each six week cycle that we run at ConvertKit is now going to have like a theme that all the things that the engineering team is building, that the product team's designing, um that it all fits with under so like for example the most recent one was newsletters was the focus hence the paid newsletter page um that went out because the features that they're working on were all to make newsletters better and i think a future cycle is going to be music for example of like features that are going to be for musicians to help them get better use out of our product yeah i think we we do something similar where we like kind of save up announcements of features to like bundle it together into this like smart you know marketing blast of like look at all the cool things you can do and they're like somehow grouped together 
So that makes sense. Yeah, you can tell a better story, I think, when there's a through line between features, when it's rather than just like, we do this and this and also this <laughs> and this. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not an expert in this kind of storytelling, but it's <laughs> it's really interesting to hear how like the, the similarities and the differences between our two companies in this area. Right, yeah. Maybe more similarities than I thought. Like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it so. happens where I'm like, oh, like, look at us, little Kavuk kit doing things like the big, the big cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. This was really interesting. I really liked talking about this topic. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Shout out to the listener who, who sent this in. As always, if you're listening and you are curious about a particular topic or an area that we haven't touched on or maybe we touched on a really long time ago or you want us to go deeper into you can always send us an email uh, check out our website designlife.fm and you can reach us there yeah especially if there's a question kind of like this one where you're like i feel like i should know this but i don't so let me see what fam and charlie have to say <laughs> yeah, yeah let us know maybe we don't know either but we will endeavor to share our experience on it definitely follow us on twitter as well that could be a good place to reach out and make these requests we're at design life fm over there well nice to chat and we'll talk again next week sounds good bye bye, bye.